there are, for tonight's liturgy, um, three things that are, the liturgy shows to us. Um, the commandment of love that we'll just, uh, in a few moments, symbolize in the washing of feet. There's the gift of the Eucharist that we recall in the Mass. And the gift of the priesthood that is obviously necessary to have the gift of the Eucharist. But there's something more general that tonight's liturgy, um, that the ceremonial says it's about. And it's about what the Lord's Passover, the Passover of the Lord Jesus. And that's what I want to speak about tonight. And in particular, to note um, that one way to understand the Passover of the Lord Jesus, the new Passover, is to appreciate the old Passover, the Passover of the Jews. And the point I want to make to you is that both the Passover of the Jews and the Lord's Passover that we keep in the Mass, that both of them look back in time to a specific saving event, a different saving event in each case, but that what the Passover is, is something that looks back and we, therefore, to grasp what it's about, what we're doing in every Mass, need to be looking back. So, thinking first of all of the Jewish Passover, the old Passover. You might remember last year I spoke about how the Jewish Passover has four cups that are used in it. But it also has four questions that are asked. And still today, when Jews gather for the Passover, um, the youngest child at table will ask first one question and then a series of questions. The child will ask, why is this night different to all other nights? And then we'll ask four questions about what they do in the Passover ritual and ask why. So the child will point to the unleavened bread that they use. And the child will say, all other nights we eat leavened bread. Why tonight are we eating unleavened bread? And the reason is because in that first Passover from Egypt, when they were rescued from slavery, they were rescued in great haste. They had to leave in a hurry with no time for the bread to rise. The second question the child asks, the child says, other nights we eat vegetables, but tonight we only have bitter herbs. And that is to be a reminder of the bitterness of the slavery they endured in Egypt. Then a third question the child will ask will be, why is it that tonight we, other nights we don't dip our food at all, but tonight we dip our food twice in salt water? And the reason for that is that the salt water is to be a reminder of the tears they shed suffering in Egypt. And the fourth and final question the child asks is that the child says, well, all other nights the meat can be boiled or stewed, but tonight it always has to be roasted. And why? Because at the command of the Lord, that first Passover in Egypt, 
The Lord said it must be a roasted paschal lamb. So in each of those four questions the child is asking, the child is being told in the answer that what we're doing looks back to that saving event, that saving event by which they were rescued from Egypt, rescued from slavery there, rescued by the mighty hand of the Lord. And so the Passover looks back to that specific act in history. Now, my point to you is that the Mass is very similar. It doesn't look back to the Passover of the Jews. It doesn't look back to Egypt. But it likewise looks back to what happened on the cross. It looks back to a saving event when we were rescued, not from Egypt, but from the slavery of sin. Well, by the death of the Lord, set free from sin. That the Lord on the cross was the paschal lamb of the new Passover. So let me put four different questions and answers in a sense that people often ask about the Mass. Why do we do this when we gather for the Mass? Why is it like this? And just as the Jewish child is told to look back to that saving Passover in Egypt, what we do in the Lord's Passover, the Passover of the Lord Jesus, likewise looks back to a specific event. So first, why do we use bread and wine? Well, very simply because we look back to the fact that the Lord Jesus took bread and wine. Secondly, why do we treat them with such reverence? Well, because the bread and wine don't remain bread and wine. They become what the Lord Jesus said, namely his very self, his body, his blood, his soul and divinity. Now let me point to a more profound question. Why did the Lord Jesus use both bread and wine? Why did he use two things? Well, there's a symbolism here, that the Eucharist is a symbol of death. And if we understand, if we think about body and blood and them being separated, if you drain my body of all its blood so that my body and blood are separate things, I will be dead. And in the Old Testament sacrifices, the separation, the draining of the blood was a symbol of death. And so in the Lord, instituting the Eucharist with this twofold symbolism is a symbol of death, a symbol of his death. So that the Eucharist looks back in every mass, looks back to his sacrifice, his death on the cross. So why did the Lord Jesus use both bread and wine? So that there would be a symbol of the separation of body and blood. A symbol of his death. And a fourth and final question. 
Why do we eat that? If it is his body and blood, why would we eat it? Well, again, we look back to the Lord Jesus, and he said that he is the bread of life, and said, unless you eat my flesh, you cannot have eternal life within you. That he's given us his very self to be the food for our souls. That when he comes to us, it's the whole him coming to me to be everything I need, to be the food for my soul, to be my strength for my journey, to be my healing, to be everything I need. And he doesn't just give a bit of me so that there's a bit of him there and a bit of him there. It's all of him who comes to me. And when he's present in the Eucharist, it's the whole him. Which in a sense is such a weird thing if he hadn't told us this, it wouldn't make sense, but that, that each host is the whole him. That I receive the whole Jesus and you receive the whole Jesus and you receive all of him. We don't each get a bit of him. And that under the appearance of the host, it's the whole him. Under the appearance of wine, it's the whole him. He's all there. There's the food of my soul. So when Tonight, as we will, we'll receive communion under both species, both under the host and from the chalice. We don't get twice as much Jesus. You don't get two Jesuses. But what you do get is an added symbol. You get a symbol of that separation of body and blood, which is the symbol of his death, the symbol of his sacrifice, the symbol of his giving of himself. For you. So all of those things, I'm saying the Eucharist looks back to the cross. The Eucharist looks back to that original passing over, that original saving event. That you and I, when we kneel at the altar, when we kneel at the sacrifice of the Mass, we are kneeling at the sacrifice of the cross. That on Calvary, our Lord, um, on Calvary as our Lord hung there on the cross, his blessed mother stood there and St. John stood there. They were there at the foot of the cross. They were there as that sacrifice was offered. But the sacrifice of the mass isn't a different sacrifice. It isn't a different Jesus. It's the very same Jesus, the very same sacrifice being made present sacramentally here on the altar. And so we kneel at the cross just as truly as Our Lady and St. John did. We don't behold his body in its natural state as it appeared on the cross, but it is just as truly here and the sacrifice is again made present. So let me sum that all up. The old Passover, the new Passover. The old Passover, the Passover of the old covenant was a ritual that looked back, looked back to that saving event in Egypt by which they were rescued from the slavery uh, um, to the Egyptians. And the mass, 
The Lord's Passover is similarly a ritual that looks back, not back to Egypt, but back to a different, more definitive saving event, the saving event that saved us from sin, namely the Lord's death on the cross. But there's another difference here. The sacrifice of the Mass doesn't just represent, doesn't just symbolize the sacrifice of the cross. It truly makes it present. So that the food of the Eucharist is the very same flesh that hung upon the cross and that three days later rose from the dead and now is transfigured in glory in heaven. And the sacrifice that was once visible on Calvary is now sacramentally present on our altars here for us to unite to. So both the old Passover and the new Passover, we understand them by recalling the original event that they signify.